boys are finally back. Uh, we took a little bit of a break. Uh, it looks like uh, Teb needed to take a break for to go get a haircut, to go buy a new shirt by the looks of things. Um, so yeah, sorry about the, the long wait, folks. Uh, both of us had some things going on last week that uh, we kind of <clears throat> couldn't get out of. Um, and before we start with this week's episode's uh, fun fact, I just want to say this episode is titled The Interlull because last week... We had a bit of a break, and unfortunately, your boy Ty is going on a little bit of a, a little bit of a journey next week. So I won't be able to record next week. So we'll be back again in two weeks. But we needed to give you guys something. So here we are, sitting here um, in sickness and in health. Still, new shirt, fresh cut for those of you that are watching, looking good. I okay. So <laughs> straight into the fun fact. So if you had the chance and if you follow us on instagram you would have seen that we posted a few would you rather questions which tev is going to uh go into the details in a moment but i thought i would start with a fun fact about would you rather questions in general so the fact is is that they are often used as a way to explore decision making processes and individual values Psychologists have even used would you rather questions in studies to better understand how people weigh different choices and make decisions. So they've used these psychologists and as an example, they conducted uh, research which explored how people's choices are influenced by the social context in which they are made. So the question that they asked, for example, was uh, would you rather have a boring job that paid well or an exciting job that paid poorly? And what they found was that people uh, basically look at it in terms of what is socially desirable as opposed to what they feel as individuals. So, for example, the participants were more likely to choose a boring job that played well over an exciting job because making more money is more socially acceptable. So, yeah, I just thought it was quite interesting to see how the context of your answer can tell us a lot. And, yeah, now we know a lot about the people who answered our funny little would you rather questions. Oof, oof. And were there some interesting results? Um, so thank you for that fun fact, actually. There's a lot of people I think would generally gravitate towards the, the money. Because yeah. I think they'd, they'd almost play it off and say, well, I've got the money now. I'm able to do more things that I like to do, given that I have the means. But what's that saying? If you are working a job that you love, then you never have to work a day in your life. Yeah, but which one would you take? Oof, oof. If it's my dream job, and I'm not getting peanuts, but I'm getting maybe slightly lower than market, market rates, I'm going okay. to go with the jobs that I love. And what if it's like, let's say a thousand pounds difference a month Ooh. for your dream Ooh. job or just another office job where you pushing paper? Then, then I would consider taking more money and okay. then using the money <laughs> to almost throw Pursue your into, interest. yeah, like the big vibe. So I have more resources to do. Hey. We can start you? boosting our posts. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Like, what is that one That one saying? Um, if you are not a communist in your 20s, you have no heart. And if you're not a capitalist in your 30s, you have no brain. I'm starting oh, to see that. I know it's quite a cynical, cynical quote. But I'm starting to see, like, how having money is just nice. So 
if I'm being completely honest, I'd probably take the money job. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, you have to think about the amount of hours you spend doing your work, but mm. hey, man, I'll be honest. Like when you have, when you have a little bit of extra cash flow, life is really good, man. You know, things open and, up in life, man. Things do. Open yeah. Up. So I don't know. I don't know. Let's, let's discuss okay. the questions. Something to think about. Back. Something to think about. Because a lot of you know that we asked the question, would you rather, or rather a few, would you rather's on social media? And the first one was, would you rather have a mullet for the rest of your life or would you rather have a rat's tail for the rest of your life? And the overwhelming majority chose the mullet. What about I you? That's the right answer. I definitely have a mullet over the rat's tail. Ooh, that rat's do you remember? Tail. Do you remember? <laughs> but I also chose such a cringe picture for that. Um, but do you remember um, in high school, uh, there was a little bit of a, a phase where uh, a few of us, myself included, we we had the we had a bit of a mullet and we used to straighten it. Um, that was like the GHD would come out. Sometimes I look back and I'm like, ooh, uh, you know. Okay, so man clearly I'm on. Man was a pioneer. You were hey, something. Team mullet, yeah. You walked so this generation could <laughs> run. Man. Uh, the second question was, would you have no eyebrows forever or would you have a unibrow forever? And here again, there was an overwhelming majority. That was four, no eyebrows forever. I think as well, I'd likely lean towards the no, no eyebrows. I think maybe because you can draw them, but if you can't do anything, I mean, obviously the, the caveat to this question is you can't fix the unibrow. You have to have yeah, it, right? It's there. Yeah. So because you, I feel like you can do something. What? Okay. So you can't draw eyebrows on just no eyebrows. No eyebrows. I think I'd still go for no eyebrows. Like the unibrow is just too, it's too distinct, man. It's just it's so much like eyebrow. eyebrows. People will double take. I mean, like you'll, they'll look at you and then they'll check again. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like a unibrow is awkward. We know it's there, but the, the, I swear no you'll get eyebrows. people. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah. I don't know. I don't uh, know. Tough. Tough. Okay. Uh, Next one was, would you rather have a permanent um, unremovable wedgie Oof. or would you rather wear underwear on the outside forever? This is an interesting one. Um, people actually went for the underwear on the outside forever. I don't I know if the thinking that. there is like superheroes. Like if you look at Superman, <laughs> Batman, the original comics, they have underwear on Captain Underpants, Captain Underpants. What I would you do? I'd actually, I'd Unremovable wedgie. No, I think I'd go with the underwear. I think I'd do the underwear. The underwear on the outside? I'll do the underwear on the outside. Nah, I do. You can always I play do. it off. You can play it nah, off. Nah, nah. I do a wedgie. Swag. Permanent swag is swag. Wedgie. Swag is swag. Swag is swag. I can't. That's pain. I know there's a saying, it, it hurts to be beautiful, but that's <laughs> step far, bruh. Um, the next one was change one thing. Would you rather change one thing from your past or see 10 years into the future? This was a close one. This was 54%. That said they would see 10 years into the future instead of one thing in the past. You? That's a tricky one. That's a trick. I think I would actually change one thing from my past. Okay. Something that I know now that could make a massive difference in my future. Okay. Well, would, would it be my future? What about you? I'd be so scared. Like you've seen the movie butterfly effect. Uh huh. I'd uh -huh. be so scared of what the repercussions of changing that one thing would be. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm so happy 
in my life right now. Um, and not just because of the big vibe, although that is a reason. But I'm so stoked with the way things are going. And I'll just be so nervous of changing something. But at the same time, you know how like in Final Destination and that kind of stuff, when you see into the future, yeah. like what it can do to you, you know, the way it can impact everything that you do. Because what if you can't change it? But you see that it's going to happen. And, and more often than not, you see what's going to happen and you think you try so hard to change it that you inevitably make it happen, if you know what I'm saying. Ooh, or ooh. something happens and you try so hard to make sure that it happens that you make it not happen. You see, this time travel exactly. thing, man, it's it's, a, it cooks. Ooh, man. It cooks. These time travel questions cook, man. I don't That's know good. which oh, one I do. Whilst we're on that, if anyone hasn't watched it yet, Deja Vu, starring Denzel Washington, go watch it. Speaking is it new? Time. No, it's actually quite an old movie. But go and watch it. If you can find it anywhere, go and watch it. Better yeah, than Butterfly Effect because that was a great film. <sighs> Maybe as good. Maybe. As oh, wow. Good. Okay. I'll go. I need, I need a, a, a movie mm. for the, for the it's, plane. It's a good I'll have movie. a look. It's a good yeah. Movie. Okay. Our next question was, would you rather live without television or live without music? I know what you choose. Surprisingly, um, the majority said live without... Oh, no, no, no. Live without television was the... The correct answer here or the overwhelming majority. I think I side with them. Mm, I think I do oh. no music. Oh. I think I think. It's tough, but man, I like TV. Again, again the caveat here is can I watch YouTube which has music? Nah, no music. And at the same time, no t- TV shows without music. Oof. That's a, dis- that's a soundtrack. A yeah, that's that a is a big difference. difference. That actually kills But humans are 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 quite uh, amazing that they would find a way. Uh, I think I would stick with TV though. I like TV, man. Oh, I can't do it without music, man. I uh, know, yeah, you can't. And then our final one that we asked here was, would you rather know the answer to every question or know the truth to every statement? The overall majority decided, 62% decided to know the truth to every statement. So we got a question as well on instagram that that asked is this not the same thing knowing the answer to every question or the truth about every statement and i was struggling to articulate that it is different do you agree with me that it's different there is a distinction yeah there is a distinction i think knowing the truth to every statement um i think that one speaks quite um clearly to what it is but knowing the answer to every question there is I think there's a bit more, there's a gray area for okay. for that. Uh, the truth is almost like a black and white. Okay. So, unless I'm flipping the two around, because I think it was you that mentioned the statement. There are always three um, sides to a story. It's three sides to a story, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your side, my side, Your and the truth. Your side, my side, and the truth. Mm. Okay, so which one know. would you I know? There is a distinction, yeah. I would rather... Know the answer to every question. Know the answer to every question. Know the answer to you see, I think, I think it's it will get so... you further in life. Yeah, yeah, so I think so. Yeah, I think it would actually get you further in life. And also, I think knowing knowing the answer to every question gives you a little bit more control because I think if you know the truth to every statement, you get a lot of unwanted information. Like sometimes I want to be lied to or mm. you know what I mean? Like just like That's make true. me feel better. Like, you know, like... Tell me that you love the big vibe or tell me like, I'm okay. Like I'd much rather 
deal with that then and i know i know sometimes it's like oh yeah you know like when people are like oh yeah oh, i love your your little podcast sure, okay, thanks. you know yeah I, I i know maybe it's not so truthful but rather than like knowing everyone that told me if that was true or not it's just lying. as an example i think that hurts you know Ooh. i think you, you found quite a few more yeah. um would you rather questions um, oh, sure. for us so i would ask you would you rather be able to know when you're going to die or how you're going to die? Yeah. Neither of those sound particularly um, great, but I think I'd, I'd want to know. Maybe the when. I think I'd not want to know Maybe when. Maybe the when. The how. I think in the how it's exactly what you're talking about. Try me trying to avoid it so much that I inevitably end up creating it. You live in yes. such paranoia. It's again in yes. Final Destination. What a it's movie ahead of its time. It. That thing. Exactly it. Yeah, they actually make it happen, right? When they actually get those premonitions, and I wouldn't to want to live like that. So, if I knew when, I don't know. I wonder if that would make me reckless, though. Like if I knew that I was dying, like. Let's say I knew I was dying in 10 years' time. That, would that mean that I would just just do, You'd live. like, yes, I just live because I know. I know I'm good. Things. I'm good. Like, no, exactly. you know. Nah, but and I, that's positive, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it could, it could, it could do. Would you rather be able to control your own dreams or be able to control other people's dreams? Control my own I'd, I'd firstly just like to understand what some of my dreams mean, firstly. So having some control there would, would make some sense. Um, yeah. You? Controlling other people's dreams? Nah, that's, I don't really like the idea of that, you know. Like, that's, it's kind of, it's not cool. But I think I'd have a great time if I could control my own dreams. Yeah. Imagine all the stuff you could get up to, man, if you were, like, unlimited. <laughs> that's, that's legit. That's like... If I would imagine limitless, but in my dreams, that was let me give you one more, one more that I like, yeah. one more that I like. Okay. Would you rather have a photographic memory or be able to forget anything you wanted to? While studying, I would have said photographic memory. Um, photographic memory, yeah, photographic memory. Yeah, you think forget so? Anything I want to forget. I'm trying to think of like in what scenario what, that would be beneficial. Exactly, where would I use that? I mean, I know That's I have like some. I have some cringe memories that I, I could do with forgetting, but maybe not enough to like rather have that instead of photographic memory. Although, if you could forget anything, like you could forget the things that I guess let you. Nah, there's actually I can't really think of a benefit. I was going to say like you can forget your failures, but. You know, all the proper entrepreneurs and clever guys say that it's you learn from your failures, so you wouldn't want to forget it. Yeah, photographic memory, easy yeah, question. Yeah, because I think, I, I don't know how how much people like knowing or doing something for the first time. Yeah. Is that becoming a bit too, um, a bit too deep there? So mm. meeting Katya for the first time, getting yeah. married for the first time, all of these things could be nice to redo. No? Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you know, like they say, like, like, yeah, like you, your last, you could have a lot of firsts over again, which is, exactly. but 
But I mean, it's like Click. You know that that movie with the controller oh, where the Adam Sandler. Yeah, where yeah. he kind of doesn't live his life because he's so busy changing everything. I'm wondering if you had the ability to forget, like you would just change so much. I think, like, and you mm. would like kind of take away that, like, I want to say je ne sais quoi, that like beauty mm. of the moment kind of thing, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I think photographic memory i think that's the one but yeah that was yeah. A, a cool little question uh we'll think of another way to make more interactive questions for for the people to help us uh help us out on instagram which by the way we don't actually do this so much anymore but i realize we should um if you are still here if you haven't subscribed to the channel please do please like the videos please share them these things they really do go a long way if you're listening on any audio platforms just um rate it um you know, we like, we like five stars. It helps us. When we started the show, we were actually, we were doing all right. Um, right now we've obviously, we've, uh, slowed down a little bit in terms of traction, but we keep at it. We'll be here. So all help is appreciated in that regard. It costs nothing to help us and it just takes some of our time to make this. And if you like it, please do. So now my next one that I wanted to chat, um, about, so last weekend, I went to the Philippines to play yeah. in a touch rugby tournament. And if you want to call me an international sportsman, you can, but I won't force you to. But anyway, I went to, <laughs> I went to the Philippines last weekend. And while I was there, there was a takeaway place called Jolly Bees that is only found really in the Philippines or in areas where there's a large uh, Filipino population. Now, Jolly Bees is a fast food chain that exists only in the Philippines, like I've said. And obviously you see it everywhere. And I was only there for a very short time. I flew in on the Friday and left on the Sunday. So I was trying to experience as much of, you know, the culture that I could in such a short amount of time. So I said to, I asked a lot of my friends that I was on tour with, like, let's go to Jollibee's. Like, I really want to try it. I see lots of them. And every single Filipino I asked, how is Jollibee's? They're like, it's delicious. I'm like, is Jollibee's better than KFC? They're like 100%. I'm like, is Jollibee's better than McDonald's? They're like, for sure, Jollibee's is the best takeaway. So obviously, I'm a hype man. Yeah. So I went to Jollibee's and I ate some food. And if we do have any Filipino listeners, I'm sorry to inform you, it was not great. And a lot of the other people that weren't Filipinos when I, that I was with, they didn't even eat. They just took me there. They're like, we're not eating here, but you can eat. And a few yeah. of us ate. And they were like, we told you this thing is bad. So afterwards it had me think like it was really bad. Like, oh, it was really, really bad. What did you have, by the way? Uh, I had a little bit of chicken, like fried chicken. And then they also like known for like their spaghetti. Um, and it was just very, very sweet, uh, the spaghetti. Um, yeah, it just, it really wasn't good. But it had me thinking afterwards. I was like, you know, I wonder why they so hyped about this. Like, what is it about this that they enjoyed? And I really just, I was thinking, and it, I think what happens is like, it becomes culturally significant for them, right? They, they grew up with it. It was like every, it would be an occasion for them, probably like a Friday night, they would go with their families, get Jolly Bees. So there's a lot of nostalgia attached and that nostalgia, obviously we know can cloud our opinion or our taste buds in this case. So I wanted to ask you, and I have my own answer, whether it be from the UK or from South Africa, can you think of a, it doesn't have to be a food. It can be a food, a food or something that is 
significant within that country that is actually trash, but we put it up on a pedestal because of cultural nostalgia? Oh, brilliant question. Let's just start with that. Um, sticking with the food front, I'll start with the, the UK and then I'll gravitate back towards a South African context. But for the UK, fish and chips. Flat out. It's, they, they pride themselves on it. It's almost like their national dish here. Fish and chips. Oh, it started here. You know, the newspaper thing, putting it in yeah, the newspaper, yeah. fish and chips. It's the greatest thing here. Do a fry up with fish and chips. Absolute trash. Absolute yeah. trash. Like seven out of ten times, it, it hasn't been great. I think there's been one or two standouts that's been okay. It's been like, so not even great. I can handle this. I can I can order this once every two months. And I have you have, have you gone to a place though where someone is like, "This is the place for fish and chips." Like I'ma show you. It was. It was. It was opposite the Thames. Um, they called. I don't know what the name of the business is, but world-renowned fish and chips, the best fish and chips in the UK. Come here and have the best chippy you can find. Honestly, dry, dry, dry. <laughs> the fish, the chips. Here, they don't like to put vinegar on their chips. And seasoning. Like, why Why must you ask me if I want to have these things as an accompaniment? Why not just ask me while I'm at the toll? Would you like salt? Would you like some sauce? Instead, you give me this bone-dry <laughs> meal and you expect me to leave with a smile Is on my the... face. So. <laughs> is the fish and chips at uh, the Funchal Cafe on, uh, boy, on Decker's better? Boy, Ruben, your dad knows how to cook some really good fish and chips, man. I'd say okay. Funchal. Better. <clears throat> much better. How would Funchal you rank it? Is... How would you rank it according to like our fish and chips franchise? Our fish Which and is also chips pretty franchise. like <clears throat> pretty, pretty trash as well. If you really think about it. I feel like for back home, there's Ocean Basket. Yeah. Obviously, you can go a bit higher into your more niche stores like fish. Like your bougie places. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I'd say Ocean Basket. Then I put in Funchal. All the way to the bottom. Really? From a food fish and chips. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's trash. Okay. It's actual trash. And it must be. Yeah, I think it is cultural nostalgia. It is. It is. I won't even get started on beans. Um, yeah, okay, we don't have to talk. I mean, when you only have such limited um, food options, let me go, I'll go with, let me go with mine that I thought of with the cultural nostalgia. Yeah. And I immediately thought about Wimpy. That was oh. the first thing I thought about, right? So Wimpy is, in all honesty, probably one of, it's really not good food. Like, let's just be honest with it. Like, uh, for those people that are listening from South Africa, we don't choose to go to Wimpy when we're feeling... You know, like, oh, let's go treat ourselves. But we all know when we were driving to Durban or to Bloemfontein or just on a road trip when you were driving, there was always the engine one stop that had a wimpy attached to it. And you would stop there and you'd have your cheeseburger or whatever it is that you ate there. And it would just be so good. But I think it was just because we were going on holiday and it it's all wrapped up in this blanket of nostalgia where actually if we were to judge it on the food alone, man... It really oh. is bad. And I think that for me is what I equate to, like a Jollibee's. I think you've got the nail on the head there, man. Um, generally, as you said, it's it's always for holiday time. And I think I found myself 
buying more Wumpi or choosing to go to a Wumpi instead of like a Shell Ultra City is because with FNB, so banking with FNB, uh-huh. SA, you got the Entertainer, I think it was. And part of the discount there with FNB, or is it E-Bucks? E-Bucks. E-Bucks, Gives yeah. you a free meal at Wumpi one stops. Yes. Every quarter. Yes, yes, I remember. Yeah. Okay. So anytime there was a road trip, go and pick up a, a free Wimpy meal. Yeah. Either breakfast, like a mega breakfast, or any of the burger deals. But, but you know the food is, wasn't great. Do rough. you have any other, any other from back um, home that you can think of? Oh, yes. It's, this is a hill that I will die on. I'll continue to die on this hill, even though I know many other people will continue to criticize it. But the PSL, the Premier <laughs> Soccer League. Okay. People say, oh, what? Garbage. This is so trash. I won't even talk about Wafana. But the PSL is for strict entertainment value. I don't think many leagues come close. Yes, nah. in the Premier League, you get a lot of your global stars week in, week out. But in terms of entertainment value, yes, we have goals, but we also have there's a culture around PSL, man. There's Things that you just can't find anywhere else for the PSL. Be it skills, be it the crowd, be it um, ah, Vuvuzelas, man. There is a lot so, about the PSL that I find very unique and it's the hill that I'll die on. So you say Everyone saying, else thinks, oh, this is trash, this is trash. So this is kind of the opposite to Jollibees where you feel like there should be more of a cultural attachment to it? Yes, in some be cases, because I feel no so connection to the PSL. National pride. If anyone were to, re- if you were to look up showboating in the dictionary, I think there would be many a montage of PSL <laughs> listed next to what showboating is all about, and that's that's the thing that we love. It's like. If you talk motor racing, people will t- tell you about F1. But if you ask a, um, a South African about motor racing, they'll tell you about the drags. Keegan will yes, tell you about King yeah. by Night in Kimberley. Someone's yes, going to yes. tell you about some spin contest that's happening. Maybe it's like, I don't know, <laughs> close to Aldo's. I don't know. There's yeah, so many yeah. things here that are going on that I think we need to have a bit more national pride for. Okay. PSL, as much as, yes, there is a significant difference in quality overall quality but i do think that as a south african it's one thing that we should give it more props out. okay i'll bear that yes. in mind i'll bear that in mind i quite like that you ended that on like a on a on a more positive spin on like a cultural attachment as opposed to like a negative one you see that's what we bring here we bring that's positivity all about the, vibes, the vibes the vibes the vibes, the vibes. Uh, and then you know it's it's standard practice for us to always try and Enough on some good news, um, maybe something fascinating, maybe something wholesome. And this week, on the day of recording, it marks the first call on a mobile phone that was done today, 50 years ago. And we've actually found a, a really funny story that um, relates to this fact, on, which happened on April the 3rd. And on this day in 1973, the first ever cell phone call was made by Martin Cooper, an engineer at Motorola, to his rivals, ooh, there's some shade there, at mm. Bell Labs' Joel Engel. However, the funny part of this fact is that the call didn't go exactly as smoothly as planned. According to Cooper, he was walking down the street in New York City during the call, 
and he was so excited about the technology that he didn't realize he was standing right next to a police officer. The officer mistook the large brick-like cell phone for a gun and he nearly arrested Cooper on the spot. <laughs> Luckily, Cooper was able to convince the officer that it was just a phone and he went down in history as the first person to make a cell phone call. I mean, so there. you know what I love yeah. about that story is that he called his rival. I think that's so sick. Uh, like, oh man, that's so cool. Man. Like, like, yeah, I know you've been trying to do this, but by answering this call, you realize that like, essentially I have, I've done, I've done this before you. That's a what flex a G. boy. That is what a, a flex G. and a half. So, I mean, we've come leaps and bounds. The things that we are able to do with a mobile phone these days is extraordinary yeah honestly we knew that people's lives we knew that people's um livelihoods would be open and determined yeah exactly through the the form of this just the size yeah Yeah. like micro computer thing just a quick question do you remember your favorite phone that you had growing up i know mine favorite that I've owned or just that you own, like where you really felt like this is the one, this is the mm. one for me. It was, do you remember there was Sony launched at a stage, like the, the range of Walkman, Ooh. like all those other ones. And I had one of those that, that kind of spun yeah. like 180, like it would open like that and you could change the color. It had like orange and black and you could change the plastic on the front. Man, I thought it was peak when I had that phone. I loved Ooh. that phone. That Ooh. one that's like open sideways. I thought that, that was, was my memory phone that I remember. You're like, in it. You're in it. I was You're in it. I was in it there. Up, up. There's us commoners and then there's... You must know. So I thought I was fancy with a slide and even a flip. Like at the Moto, Motorola Razr. Which was, ooh, that thing was... That was in for a moment. Everyone had a Razr. If you didn't have a Razr, you weren't... You didn't know. Yo, that was the high life there. And then what I loved about the D, D500, D500, the slide. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. our super fan, Aaron, he was the one who unlocked my phone and he put in some cheat code and the volume on my phone was somehow able <laughs> to go like 10 times as loud as what it was. So in terms of customization, that D500 was sick and then that free kick game. So I was like, oof. I'm loving you, Aaron. And you used to jam. Game, bro. You used to jam to polyphonics with your boys Ooh, in primary school. In the club. In hey, the we club. were having it. 50, yeah, 50 in the book there, boy. Download. <laughs> Pay two rand fifty for that one for the week. Hey, Yo. we gotta we gotta thank our boy Joe Engel for this one because wow, that was there's some times attached to this. I mean, yeah, I think that's such a nice little sweet little moment to wrap this episode up. Um, with a nice nostalgic moment. Um, yeah, if you guys think about your favorite phone when you were growing up, put it down below. That would, we'd appreciate that. That would be quite cool. Um, and yeah, remember, no episode, unfortunately, next week. But we will be back with all the stories and all the vibes the week thereafter. Looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to it. I think this, um, firstly, safe travels. And you're going to have an amazing time on your on your trip. We're looking to hear all about it when you get back. But thanks yeah. again for everyone who's um, given us answers to our poll questions, also interacted with us online. We really do appreciate it. It means the world. Sure. We just love creating content for you, man. So we'll definitely yep. be making more goodness for you in the coming weeks. And thanks and again for lending us your time, man. We'll see you after the interlow, my guys. We'll see you soon. Have a great one. Take Ciao. Care. Cheers.